This is Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park podcast. In this season, we're focusing on the stories and the people that live, work and play in the park, maximising the legacy of the London 2012 Olympic and Paralympic Games. This episode, we hear how the London Legacy Development Corporation is investing £150 million to encourage more people to cycle and walk on and to Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park. Cycle track down the centre. Yeah. It allows us not to change the curbs, it allows all the parking to stay. I'd say my favourite part of cycling in the Olympic Park is probably going over the East Cross Bridge on the way home. Just that hit of breeze, uh, obviously being able to see the river. What we've been trying to do is just develop and, and work with other landowners and developers to make sure we are making it the best place. It's not been done, as far as we know, anywhere in London. Hi, I'm Will Norman. I'm the Mayor of London's Walking and Cycling Commissioner. Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park it should be a beacon for physical activity and connected communities. Building in the cycle and walking infrastructure for, in this area is absolutely essential. This is a new bit of London. This is new communities and new schools, new businesses and, and new jobs for so many people. This is a unique opportunity to change the way that people move around and travel, shifting from car use to walking, cycling and public transport. To achieve that, providing safe infrastructure that people feel that this is the easy, safe, convenient, fun option for people is absolutely essential and it's brilliant seeing the LLDC and and the boroughs working together, an investment of £150 million to improve the facilities, put in the infrastructure that we need. It will transform the area. It's great. Hi, I'm Ruthin Wong-Holmes and I'm Head of Landscape and Public Realm at the London Legacy Development Corporation. The park has always had sort of walking and cycling in its heart, the the idea of supporting sustainable transport across connecting communities across the park and across the river and walked waterways. So it's always been at the heart of that and I think what we've been trying to do is just develop and, and work with other landowners and developers to make sure we are making it the best place for that sort of walking and cycling and wheeling kind of activity. We've been able to work with so many bits of funding with TfL, with our developers, with our planning authority to to put piece pieces of uh, this money together to really make a significant change in the area. We have had people from the ground up, um, people on site, giving us information about projects and then really, really big ones like the Westfield Avenue project, which is at the heart of the park and will make a significant difference. Those large bits of sort of traffic infrastructure are not the things you want to remember and often you don't remember them in a good way. They're a bit of a barrier, they're a bit of a thing that feels dangerous or uncomfortable and unpleasant. And so I think what we're trying to do is look at those key routes and key locations and can we make them better, can we make them feel healthier, can we make them a good transport option, how can we green them up and actually you know, be the place where people might get in contact with nature and biodiversity and green infrastructure structure and if we can do that at the same time that's like a perfect solution. Completely make it consistent and the same and have truckers everywhere so that you can actually cross the road so that's what that's what we're about to do there. 
Hi, I'm Monique Vandenhurt, the Walking and Cycling Project Manager at LLDC. Westfield Avenue is adjacent to the Westfield Shopping Centre and is a project that we have, which is a road reduction project. The cycle lane stops and starts every place where you get a little bit of a tricky location, like a driveway, it stops. Um, it is interspersed with a lot of parking. There's on-street parking. Uh, and it's four lanes of, of tarmac as well, which uh, does not really create a very you know, a beautiful uh, public realm. So the plan is to take the four lanes of, of roadway and reduce it down to two. Uh, the two that are going to be removed will be turned into a landscape zone and cycle, segregated cycling. And it will be continuous and it will be prioritize cyclists as well as pedestrians. So on top of the the, the in putting in the cycle track we will make a, a clear zone for pedestrians to to walk down it's uninterrupted by by parking that's the other announcement is that we've had gla funding for green and resilience fund which will up the amount of trees that we're uh, able to plant on westwood avenue so we're up to 88 trees so and that's an extra sort of quarter because of the funding what's the funding has allowed us to do the shift from four lanes on westfield avenue and the, the sort of the dodgy bike lane that runs into trees and stops at junctions you know that will be transfer, transformational it will allow people to get to the station it will allow people to get to the shops their places of work to schools and then and, and that's going to change things for a lot of people in here and this junction we would like to turn into basically a mini hall and yeah. roundabout Chopper Manor does have some uh, cycle lanes already, cycle tracks, and uh, but what we are, are going to do is to just improve and bringing it up to the standard that we expect today. Because in the last 10 years, there's been a great change in cycling design and the standards that are, are expected. And uh, so we are bringing those up to standard and we shall be getting that on site um, in the next month or so. We're going to have a continuous footway down uh, on Early Avenue for pedestrians. Now every time you cross a junction, and there are quite a few of them, uh, the pedestrians have to stop for cars. Well, that's going to be reversed. Cars will have to stop for pedestrians. And that is in line with the, the highway code that came out last year, that the, the traffic, you know, the triangle of hierarchy, that uh, pedestrians are at the top, then cyclists, then motor vehicles. We know that the bit, you know, the moments to change behaviour in terms of transport are often new homes and new jobs. And what's being delivered in this park is new homes and new jobs. And that's exactly why we need to make sure the infrastructure is there, so it's an easy option for people to think. Actually, I might as well use my bike for those shorter journeys. Uh, we're seeing that transformation happen now. So that is a segment we want to connect up with that existing track yeah, that, that will be sense. there. And yes, there is an interest because, yeah, the road is a bit too wide for the use now. And if we reduce it, people go slower. Just better for everyone then. So my name is Jonathan Rothwell. My pronouns are he, him and his. And I'm the Olympic Park representative and deputy coordinator for Newham Cyclists. We're part of the London Cycling Campaign and we campaign for improved conditions for cycling so that it can be unlocked as a sustainable and cheap and inclusive mode of transport for everyone. Obviously, we're very pleased at the, uh, that money is being thrown at improving the infrastructure in the Olympic Park. We 
will be keeping a close eye on the details because what we have seen in the past is some schemes that have started out with good intention and have been allowed to decay over time, uh, for instance with poor quality surfacing and in some cases for instance with tree pits being built into cycle tracks. However, what we have seen, uh, and this is down to the hard work of people like Monique and so on, is a significant improvement in the quality of the schemes that we're seeing. So they're now up to national and indeed in some cases international best practice standard. It's very important that you have the right facilities and I think it's important that we understand that it's not just a hobby for many people. It's not just a hobby. It's not just uh, young men in Lycra uh, racing. Ultimately, for many people, and I count myself amongst this, uh, amongst those people, cycling is a serious mode of transport that we use because it is cheap, because it is convenient, because it is accessible, because it costs less than a car, because it runs 24-7, it works at night. So what's really good about the Olympic Park is all the traffic-free areas where you don't have to interact with cars. What uh, we hope to see more of is some um, designing for cycling as a serious means of transport. And hopefully some of this money will uh, improve the situations on some of the roads, which are maybe not up to standard. Definitely we've seen a big change in the attitude of the LLDC. Part of this, we think, is down to the uh, relentless campaigning of uh, my colleagues over the last decade. But what we have seen uh, as well is a real change uh, over time, uh, not only in the general political environment in the UK, uh, which has become more amenable to cycling, but also, to, uh, also uh, from people within the LLDC. Uh, including people such as, uh, including the fact that they hired Monique and the fact that we now actually have a pipeline of walking and cycling projects which are specifically with those in mind. So I do actually remember the Olympic opening ceremony and when Sir Tim Berners-Lee did that thing and it came up with, this is for everyone. And that's pretty much how I feel the Olympic legacy should be and that's what I really hope that we start to see more of. Celebration now. This this junction, a bit of Temple Mills Lane, Liberty Bridge Road, Penny Brooks, we've got all that done. The Olympics were, what, 2012, you know, it's, it's a long time ago now, and the, the park was designed, the master plan for the, the whole area was designed in a different era. We can see the growth in walking and cycling across London, and it's great that the, the LLDC and all the teams are adapting the park for actually how people move and want to move around the city uh, right now and for the future. That greener, cleaner, healthier, successful city that we're trying to build. This is Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park podcast. Want to know more about what's happening? Hit follow wherever you're listening to this episode for many more stories of the London 2012 legacy. Or check out QueenElizabethOlympicPark.co.uk. Park.co.uk.